As promised, I am thrilled to announce that our tickets for Australian True Crime Live are now available. Join me in Sydney, Brisbane and or Melbourne this July. You can come to all three if you want. These tickets are expected to go very quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting the link in our podcast bio or you can head over to the Australian True Crime Facebook page. There'll be a nice link there for you. Update for Brisbane Australian True Crime fans. Brisbane is almost fully sold out for our live show. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you'll know how passionate I am about true crime stories from Australia. I'm looking very forward to an incredible evening together with you, sharing these captivating tales. We will have great guests as well, so, you know, we love a Q&A. If you've ever come along to an Australian true crime live gig, you'll know we love a Q&A with our guests. Don't miss out. Book your tickets today, and I'll see you in July for a memorable night out. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Coming up today, Taylor Swift touches down in Melbourne. Documents reveal that teenager who ignited fire at $24 million Harborside Mansion was frightened. And Ukraine claims destruction of Russian warship in Black Sea. Stand by. As we kick off another episode of the world's first AI daily news, this is Real News. Good morning, Australia, and welcome back to Real News, a daily podcast delivering the news worth chatting about and what it means for you. We are your hosts, Michelle Laurie and Simon Baggs. Today is Thursday, the 15th of February, 2024, and Get Ready Taylor Swift has landed here in Australia to kick off her long-awaited heiress tour. After a private jet trip originating from the sunny shores of Honolulu, Hawaii, Swift is about to light up the stage in Melbourne for the first time since 2018. Swift has had a wild week, flying back to the States from Tokyo to support her beau, Travis Kelsey, play in a nerve-wracking Super Bowl that ended in victory for the Kansas City Chiefs. But the talk of the town wasn't just the victory, it was the public display of affection between Swift and Kelsey right on the field, melting the internet into a mania. Whether they're sparking rumours or being the subject of an online debate, these two know how to get people talking. And talk about economic impact. Swift's Australian tour promises to inject hundreds of millions into the economy with over 600,000 tickets sold. She's set to continue her tour with huge shows across Singapore and Europe. Sources reveal Kelsey is more than ready to support Taylor through her musical journey, just as she did during his football season. With plans to roam Europe together, it looks like Taylor and Travis are the ultimate support duo. Today, Ukraine has claimed a formidable strike against Russian military presence in the Black Sea. Officials from Kyiv report that they have destroyed the Russian landing ship Caesar Kunikov off the coast of Crimea. In a statement, Ukraine's military combined efforts with their intelligence units to strike the vessel, which is said to carry a crew of 87. Social media channels offer contrasting accounts on the fate of the crew, 
with Ukrainian military intelligence alleging no survivors, whereas some Russian sources suggest all crew members were rescued. Dramatic footage reveals the aftermath of the strike, a large ball of smoke and flames rising from the sea. According to Ukraine's GUR intelligence agency, critical damage was dealt to the ship, which began to sink following the attack from Magura 55 maritime strike drones. The operation's details, however, have not been confirmed by Russia's defence ministry, which tends to remain silent on such claims. Nevertheless, notable Russian military bloggers, often aligned with military views, concede that a Ukrainian assault is likely. Addressing further conflict developments, Ukraine's new army chief describes the situation on the battlefront as extremely difficult. The recent shakeup in Ukrainian military leadership comes amid anxieties over delayed US military aid necessary for Kyiv's efforts to counter the Russian offensive. Despite these challenges, the army chief assures that Ukrainian forces endure in repelling further Russian advancement. As the land conflict trudges through stalemate, the triumphs in the Black Sea shine for Ukraine. Their strategy not only disrupts Russian naval capabilities, but also secures vital shipping routes for the nation's agricultural exports, exposing, as per some Russian war commentators, the vulnerabilities of the Black Sea fleet. In broader terms, this latest incident underscores the relentless friction of the near two-year war and the significant reliance of Ukraine on Western support. Although a sizable US aid package has finally been approved by the Senate, its final dispensation remains uncertain, leaving the continuity of Western backing in the balance. And finally, back in September 2022, a devastating fire engulfed a $24 million heritage-listed harbourside mansion on Sydney's Lower North Shore. The accused behind this destructive act is a 20-year-old Kenyan national, Adams Kipkoske Bet. He had previously completed fencing work for property developer Steve Nassif. Newly released court documents shed light on the events that led to the inferno. Bet has made startling admissions to the police, claiming he was acting under the instruction of Nassif, who was, in turn, friends with the owner of the destroyed residence, fund manager Ouyang Owen Chen. It is important to note, Mr. Chen is not implicated in any illegal activity. On the fateful night, Nassif purportedly urged Bet to light the fire, as Bet feared him and believed the fire had to happen. Nassif, according to Bet, remained in the car during the arson. Police documents indicate Bet was not compensated for his actions, and this was not a task he had anticipated undertaking. Upon admitting his guilt to intentionally or recklessly damaging property, Bet now faces the possibility of a maximum of 10 years imprisonment, with sentencing set for March 26th. His legal representative, Javid Fayez, expressed remorse that his client, a young person in a foreign land, was exploited into committing a grave offence. Contrastingly, Nassif, who also stands accused of having a role in the fire, has not admitted guilt. With additional charges about improper storage of a firearm, Nassif was released on bail after posting a substantial surety. His proceedings will resume in court on February 22nd. Now let's take a look at the metro weather for this Thursday. Sydney showers increasing and 25, Melbourne sunny and 22, Brisbane shower or 2 and 31, Adelaide will be sunny with a top of 28 and Perth will have a hot one today, sunny and 43 degrees. We drop real news first thing each morning so you can start every day with us. You can help us by sharing this podcast with a friend you think might enjoy being a part of our real community. And now that you're up to date, why not listen to Can We Be Real, 
available on all podcast platforms. Have a great day and we will catch you first thing tomorrow morning on Real News for more of the news worth chatting about.